In Titus 2, older women are commanded to teach what is good so they can help younger women love their husbands and children. On today's show, you'll hear from older women who will share timeless, relevant biblical wisdom and personal, profound life experiences to help answer your questions and teach what God says is good so you can be the wife and mother you were created to be. Welcome to another episode of Older Women Likewise. Good evening, and good evening to you, Cindy. How are you doing in your new home? Fabulous. My grandkids are supposed to roll in within about a, maybe about an hour and 15 minutes. So things, Exciting. the volume is about to, to uh, really go up. <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful. We are grandchildrening too. We're at a hotel in Atlanta tonight near the airport because in the morning we're picking up our granddaughter and her boyfriend that are flying in. And then we're driving down to the other children where they're all gathered up for a brunch uh, tomorrow oh, morning. Wonderful. Do you have non-icy non roads to be doing all this driving? Yep. Yep. It's very nice. Fair enough. Really, it's warmed up a lot since last weekend for sure. Good, good, good. Such a pleasure. This is so exciting to be at the end of another year with older women likewise. And I just wanted to remind our viewers of the scripture that we are basing everything on here. Titus 2 verses 3 through 5. And here's parts of it that older women likewise, that they be teachers of good things and that they may teach the younger women and etc. And so our desire, our purpose our goals are all to teach women uh, and to teach good things and to teach women what they need to do to know in order to be Christians, in order to live a godly life and in order to be pleasing to God and to bring glory to God. And mm -hmm. we are just so pleased that you join us on a weekly basis, whether you're joining us tonight as we are live whether you listen and watch later the videos or whether you listen to the podcast later on, mm -hmm. it is just so wonderful that so many uh, women are around the world are yes. learning and are being edified and encouraged. We wish, you know, the glory goes to God. Mm -hmm. You know, Isla, you talked about women from all over the world and I'm kind of springing this on you. I didn't, we didn't talk about this, but um, yes, we have listeners, Isla, from not only the United States, but Canada, the Philippines, India, South Africa, Nigeria, the United Kingdom, Pakistan, Japan, and Uganda. So <laughs> wow. we, yeah, we have gone out. I was looking at some of the data. Um, our Facebook page alone has reached 32,193 people. Mm. And here was the number that I found the most satisfaction in. There was a total of 70,400 minutes viewed of our program between October 17th of 2020, which I'm guessing was our first program. Maybe it sounds yeah. about the time Yeah. until December 21st of 2022. Um, yes. 70,400 minutes. When I think about how much of God's word 
-hmm. was in those minutes. It's just so, so encouraging to me. And we had 2,700 post reactions and comments and shares. So yes, yes. It's getting out there. Um, All of the wisdom from these guest speakers that we've had and what God has to say on the things that make a difference for good in every one of our lives. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And there's a lot that goes on on behind the scenes as well, with yes. likewise, we respond to uh, viewers to questions uh, from day, you know, on a daily basis. Uh, we, there are people that who respond and send questions. Like we always ask for questions uh, mm-hmm. or comments uh, at older women likewise. Questions at olderwomenlikewise.com and. And we're responding to those uh, when we get those kind of questions, suggestions, ideas for us, and and comments on our Facebook page as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And And you're doing a lot behind the scenes. Well, yes. And what you just mentioned, just to be clear, you'll be talking to Isla. So right now, I want to thank Isla for handling that piece. There's a lot of pieces that Isla single-handedly takes care of and our correspondence is one of them and i could not do this like if if that job alone got assigned to me i would be like bye bye (laughs) well thank you thank you what but then you could probably say the same thing on the memes right i mean i I think i I love mm -mm. i could not do the memes like cindy does she is so (laughs) creative always finding a wonderful saying and uh, tying a scripture to it in a picture uh, again, what she said about that—that's her. So, or it goes. I think there's. I was like today. I was trying to figure out how many of those have I done, and I think it's been around 720 of those that I've done. But here's the weird thing, Island. I don't know if I've mentioned this or not before, but. I had been collecting quotes for years, like reading quote books, and I categorized them. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that that would be something that would be useful to me. And I don't know if it's been like 10 years since I started that collection, mm-hmm. but it's pretty massive. And that's what a lot of what I've shared in the memes um, has been from that collection. And yeah. And then just running into the resources of where I can find beautiful copyright free pictures. So mm-hmm. that it's just so amazing how God can use some of your work in previous years yes. in a way that you had you didn't even see coming. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, a lot of the content that our viewers are watching, a lot of spiritual women, writers, speakers, what you're working on. It can also be used on older women likewise, right? If you've written a book, if you have taught a ladies workshop, we can get your hard work out there to a degree that, you know, you may never have imagined. So, yeah. Yeah. So contact us, message us, you know, email us at questions at olderwomenlikewise.com. Because we enjoy so much hearing from our viewers and uh, to be able to uh, respond to do the things that, that you are wondering about, maybe the topics that you'd like for us to, to talk about. Uh, we would love to hear that because what we're doing is for our viewers. It's for women around the world. And uh, it's just such a pleasure to hear from you and it's so edifying and encouraging for us and it also 
is a way for us to continue to bring lessons that are the things that you're interested in. And a couple of times tonight for 2023, I'm going to ask you specifically to give us some input. So um, we wanted to go back and talk about 2022. Um, mm -hmm. I know you're going to talk about specifically the foundations lessons. 2021 was on virtues. And we yes. talked about some wonderful virtues that a godly woman mm -hmm. needs to have. And then 2022, we talked about foundations. Mm -hmm. Yes. And really part of me, Isla, feels that the 12 foundations should have preceded the 12 virtues because mm -hmm. we build the virtues on those foundations. But I I just felt like maybe it would be a little bit dry maybe for our listeners to start with that because the 12 foundations series, we covered eternity, truth, creation, scripture, Christianity, human nature, temptation, pain, sin and repentance, stewardship and aging and death. So those are the 12 foundations. So for once a month, we focused um, for most of those weeks within the month on those topics in some way. And it wasn't it amazing, Isla, how when we would have a speaker come and join us, she would bring out an aspect of one of those elements that we hadn't really delved exactly. into yet. So it was really, mm -hmm. really great. That was the 12 foundations. And, and so I wanted to, one of the other reasons why I wanted to kind of reverse those and begin with the 12 virtues was because I know that there are a lot of women who watch our program, Isla, so that they can get practical answers to their challenges. And I am fully convinced that it is the virtues within the scriptures. That's the toolbox. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the solutions to every problem I have ever encountered um, as an individual and even the cultural challenges, every single one of them are solved or prevented, or at least in some way, like you use the virtues to deal with problems that are never going away. Right. So um, January through December, we started out talking about faith and trust, then love, self-control, courage, patience and endurance, diligence, humility, gratitude, kindness, honesty, peaceability, and gentleness. So the reason why we decided to take the time to kind of walk through that list is because we know that there are some viewers that are new to older women likewise. So maybe you're not familiar with what we talked about two years ago or a year and a half mm -hmm. ago. So all kinds of practical, um, helpful information that relates to those virtues that will really help with whatever your challenges are right now. Mm, absolutely. And we encourage you to go back into our archives and look at those lessons and find lessons uh, to re-watch or re-listen to uh, that will help you in your regular daily life in 2023. It's always good to look back with a view of looking forward. Mm -hmm. The things, aspects as well, like Cindy said, we have different things that we do, parts that we play here. Cindy, generally, uh, writes the curriculum that we're going to use, come, you know, makes the topics that we're going to discuss and all. And my part of it is more the people side of it, I suppose. I 
engage the guests, talk with them, and uh, get people to come on the program. And I just wanted to, and my looking back was a lot of the women who were with us. And I, I wanted to, to just speak of a few of them. And as we say, a shout out, you know, to uh-huh. Alice Graham was with us at the beginning. The first half, oh, wonderful, dedicated Bible student, such a godly woman. Um, and so energetic and enthusiastic. She just always. And funny. Uh, I'll throw yeah, that in. Always funny. That's exactly <laughs> right. And her lesson, she was with us through the summer on a regular basis. Her work schedule allowed that. Uh, she did wonderful work on creation and science, the Dead Sea Scrolls, uh, also with uh, choosing Christianity. But others needed her. <laughs> and she yeah. took work schedule um, that uh, took her away from us on Thursday nights. And, but, and, you know, life is filled with choices, and, and uh, we all see that, that um, they determine the trajectory of our lives. Uh, and uh, we certainly are, have been blessed to know Allison, and we hope, fingers crossed, that she will be able to join us after this school year of work is passed. But when Allison wasn't able to be with us, we were really blessed to have Heather Wells to step in quite often and be with us. So earnest and sincere, so knowledgeable. And such a sweetheart. Yes, and such a joy of the scriptures. Uh-huh. It was not a drudgery for her. It was Absolutely. such a joy that she was with us. And um, she just, uh, her lesson on grace was just mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there several other times. She was with us nine different times uh, toward the year. And again, others needed her. She has family issues and and family things that require. And uh, we certainly continue to express sympathy to her in the passing of her father from this life. And uh, we know that we won't get to see her as much in 2023, but we know she'll still be doing God's work. Yeah. We've had some other wonderful guests. Uh, Lauren Basford was with mm-hmm. us six different times talking about Christianity. Um, she's written a new book, uh, a book on the book of Psalms, and uh, she brought some lessons from that. Uh, she has a lady study on the book of Colossians as well. Yes. Isla. Yes. Yeah, and helped her husband with a, a psalm. Yeah. Book. Yeah. Both yeah. of them are bestsellers. They really, really should check those out. Yeah, those are good books mm-hmm. she's done. And um, uh, we're hoping to see her some more in 2023 mm-hmm. as we on our calendar then. Um, and uh, Colleen Osteen was with us. Mm-hmm. For, uh, her insight uh, into the Bible and to the people and connection with the Bible. Bible's wonderful Bible student. Great lessons on stewarding and temptation. Yeah. Uh, I and, learn something from her every time. Every, every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Dana Burke was with us for four times, unique Bible perceptions, and we enjoyed her lessons as well. Um, Nikki Lee was with us a couple of times, one with podcast and one with Don't Blame God. And uh, her podcast continues to be encouraging and edifying. Uh, other people who have been with us, Tony Carlisle, Cherry oh, Armstrong, and I'm hoping Cherry will be back to talk about her new book that's coming out. We've had a number of people who were with us once in 22 um, that still had a powerful impact on our 
uh, viewership and on ourselves, you know, that we really enjoyed being with. And um, I, uh, you know, just different ones that we have really enjoyed. And we're looking forward to some of them coming back in 23 and uh, some new people as well. We'll talk about that in a second. So, but that was, see, I'm the people in 2022. <laughs> So many topics, even the hard stuff, Isla. I mean, we talked about 10 reasons why we oppose abortion. We have talked, and I don't know about if, you know, if this was which year this was, but for folks that are new to us, we've talked about why, you know, militant feminism, why we oppose that. We've talked about sexual recklessness of every kind and how damaging that is to every soul and our nation and all of that. And really getting back to what God says on those uh, very, very challenging and uh, difficult topics to talk about at times, controversial topics. Yes. Yeah. So in the past, Isla, as we were doing the 12 virtues and the 12 foundations, I would, the challenge for me during all of those was I probably had six times the amount of content <laughs> Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, I was always like, keep it tight, girls. Like, we got it. We got so much to cover. We just need to go, go, go. You know, these would be the conversations that we would have before we would push the record button. And it just was super challenging to try to fit all that into mm -hmm. 30 to 40 minutes or even, you know, one or two programs. So one thing that I'm really looking forward to is that we are going to have a little bit of breathing room at this point as we look next year into the 12 joys it's going to be more of a relaxed conversational format i think a lot of people will enjoy i mean still just as deep and still plenty of bible because that's why we're all here lots of practical ideas though time to take our time to just really think about offering some practical ideas around the 12 joys that we're going to be discussing so was there anything else, Isla, that you wanted to say about um, where we've been before I kind of jump into what some of those conversations might sound like? Nope, that sounds good. I, I think we have done really good work for two years, and I think the Lord has been glorified. Uh, yeah. Women have been taught and edified, and I'm excited for the new year. All right, me too. So in January, we're going to talk about the joy of prayer. So I thought I would throw out just a few of the questions that our audience can look forward to hearing conversations. Because the thing is, maybe as you hear these questions, we are looking forward to your uh, comments. And so you might be thinking about these. If you're someone who's planning on listening every week, here, here's a preview on the questions. Because if you want to also help us teach these women that are going to listen to this, most everyone who listens to this it does not listen live, but a lot of them come on and they see what the comments were. So you can participate by adding your thoughts on these, these questions. So January, we're going to talk about what is it about prayer that makes it such a joy to you? You know, we all have different reasons why prayer is a joy to us. And so we'll, We'll talk about that. What qualities does God say can make one's prayers effective? Everyone will have different Bible verses on that. What God says make our prayers effective. We're going to talk about what three needs do you observe around you in the culture that seem most pressing at present to keep in our prayers. 
And we're going to share answered prayers that we've had that we have found to be faith building. Haven't you found, Isla, when you pray for something and God again answers this prayer, and it sometimes can be in the most jaw-dropping way, how faith building that is. Like mm -hmm. kind of one of those what are the chances kind of prayers. That's kind of my favorite part about being human. I love to watch God. I just love that. It just feels like a little smile from heaven when I prayed for this very specific thing. And here it is. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about that. And so in February, Isla, it's going to be the joy of trusting God. So we're going to talk about why do you trust in God? We might present some logical evidence and scriptures that help us to build that trust. We're going to share memories of uh, when we most needed to trust God, situations where it took a lot of faith for us. We want to explore a little bit too, like what shaky ground do we refuse to put our trust? Because there is a lot of bad places to put your trust. You're going to be mm -hmm. disappointed. And, you know, things that the world places their trust in instead of God. And then lastly, what promises and scriptures are made to those who place their trust in God? So that'll be February. Stop me, Isla, if you've got any comments on these. So March, we're going to talk about the joy of pursuing goals. And I don't know if you've noticed, Isla, but I've always, whether it was the 12 virtues or the 12 foundations or the 12 joys, there's a reason why you start with prayer, because trusting God, you say your prayers and then you trust God. See, so there's always a little bit of method going on here of like, in what order shall we discuss these? So, and I'm reminded, I was thinking today of that comment that was made um, by Allison when she said that she had an older sister in Christ who she came to her with something that was very burdening to her. And the sister said, well, have you prayed about it? And Allison said, yes. And she's like, well, then, and she just kind of left it at that. Like, if you prayed about it, that, you know, it's time to start the trusting. Mm hmm Yes. And so then pursuing goals, we're going to talk about in March. So we're going to have a conversation about, you know, we have this, all of us as believers have this goal of hearing God say, well done, good and faithful servant. <laughs> I think if you were to survey Christian women, they would say that is their number one life goal. But I thought it would be interesting to share some other big or little goals that were, that we've enjoyed pursuing and how um, achieving those goals has enhanced our life and the lives of those around us. Because really, aren't those the kind of goals that we want to do? We want to, you know, chase down are those goals that will not only enhance our lives, but the lives of others. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about what biblical principles should be considered when we're choosing a goal to strive after. There's, I mean, the world is your oyster. There are so many things that you could pursue. What biblical principles should be considered when we're choosing our goals? Uh, thirdly, what biblical virtues are instrumental in knowing how best to conduct ourselves while striving for a goal? So there's a lot that can go sideways in the pursuit of even a noble goal. If we're not using the, big, the biblical virtues in the pursuit of those goals, then that kind of takes away the value of the goal. You know, mm -hmm. say that in the course of doing it, you have to kind of run over people, you know, if you're not kind during this pursuit, you know, the, all kinds of things can go sideways. So we want to talk about the virtues 
that we're to have while pursuing the goal and what goals are you presently working on toward accomplishing? I love hearing what other women are up to, what, what goals they have, and just hearing a little bit about their journey. So I think that will be very, very interesting. In April, Isla, we're going to talk about the joy of learning. So we're going to share three heavy things and three lighter things that we have learned in life so far. Won't that be interesting to hear yeah. what women have learned so far and to hear the lighter things. Some of these women have such a good sense of humor. I can't wait to hear what that what that, that's going to be. And then some of the heavier things that they've learned. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would love to find out from them. We're going to talk about, in addition to the scriptures, what specific resources have you found to be accurate, efficient, and effective to gather the learning that is most benefited to you? It's always going to be the scriptures first. Some of the resources that have come up during the course of our two years of recording, Isla, that's been really, really helpful. Really good. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then lastly, on that conversation, what are you curious about that you are aiming to learn more about in the future? We all have different things that we're interested in, little specific things that we're interested in. So looking forward to that. In May, we're going to talk about the joy of personal growth. So I wanted to have that following the joy of learning because that learning if learning is just up here, if learning is just an intellectual pursuit, it's very, very limited on how fruitful it's going to be. Mm -hmm. But when we translate our learning to personal growth, there's a joy there that happens that's far beyond even learning. So we're going to talk about that in May. And some of our questions are going to be, what tools do you have to accurately and objectively assess your strengths and weaknesses? Because in order to have a goal, I like we, to choose a goal or to choose an area that we need to personally grow, we need to objectively assess ourselves, right? What, where should I focus on? What do I need to strengthen? I need to know my weaknesses. How do we assess that? How do we prioritize which areas of our life to work on first? We all have more than one area, right, that we need to focus on. And so which one do you focus on first or how do you manage working on several at once? What daily habits pay heavy dividends in their cumulative effects? So as we hear people talk about their own growth, often it's about that daily, really just having daily practices that help us grow. And then besides daily habits, what other elements most play into our personal growth. So I think that's going to be one of my favorite conversations, Isla. I love to hear about the growth of other Christian women, how they got to where they are today. In June, we're going to talk about the joy of acquiring wisdom. We're going to talk about how do earthly wisdom and the wisdom from above vary from one another. Oh, that's yeah, there is a big difference between the wisdom from above. This is the eternal wisdom straight from the heart and the mind of God to earthly human wisdom. We're also going to talk about how can we avoid the trap of allowing earthly wisdom to skew or water down or neutralize the perfect wisdom from above. 
So we'll talk about that in the month of June. In addition to daily taking in a full measure of the written word of God, what other means does he provide us for acquiring wisdom from above? So wisdom, God teaches us wisdom primarily through his written word. There's some other ways that he teaches us wisdom. And so I'm excited to hear what, what our guests that join us for these conversations have to think on that, have to say on that. And then finally, how has God's wisdom transformed and enhanced deep joy in your life? Because it's easy to lose track of it, but we're talking about joy all year long. And so there is a joy that is found in wisdom that cannot be found anywhere else. And that could be said of each of these categories. There is a joy in each of these things that cannot be found anywhere else. In July, we're going to talk about the joy of compassion. What does God say about the value of showing compassion to one another? I love it, Isla, when we start our conversations with that part. What does God say? Like yes. before we hear what each other has to say, what does God say? Mm -hmm. And that way we can kind of relate to here's here's some ideas on compassion and it relates to that Bible verse that she read or this other sister read, right. uh, God, God has all the answers. And then it's just such a blessing to put our heads together and think of practical applications to those questions. We'll talk that month also about how does one become more empathetic or compassionate? Mm -hmm. Isla, do you think people are born with the same amount? I don't have the answer to this. I'm just getting your opinion. <laughs> I was thinking about this today as I was reviewing these questions. Are some people just born em more empathetic and compassionate? I'm not sure. And so that was one question that I thought we'd talk about. Yeah, yeah, that would be a really good question. I don't know if it comes, I don't know if it comes easier to some people than others, but we're going to talk about that. And it probably, I don't know how much it even matters, Isla, all of us, whether it comes natural or not. <laughs> the things that God expects of us, we do them no matter how natural they come. Right. Exactly. Um, and then another question, how might a parent instill compassion in the heart of his or her mm -hmm. child? So we want to also equip women, you know, the older women are to teach the younger women to love their children. Well, one way of loving your children is instilling in them compassion mm -hmm. into their heart. And so we'll talk about techniques for that. What times in your life, we'll talk about, have you been the most grateful for others' expressions of compassion? Mm. Have you been a recipient of compassion, Isla? Absolutely. Many occasions. Many occasions. Mm -hmm. So I think hearing those real life um, examples of people showing compassion to one another will help us to remember ways. I know just a couple of weeks ago, you had an idea and I was listening to you and I was like, Yes, I need to remember to get out of my own head and think about saying something kind to the people around me, you know, that have done a good job or that I've noticed and all of that. So, yeah, I love hearing like, oh, I could do that. That's inspiring. So we'll, we'll tell about the times that people were compassionate to us. And what times in your life have you been the most grateful for others' um, expressions of compassion? All right. So August. August, Isla, we're going to talk about the joy of good communication. This is something that you and I enjoy, right? Together. Right. <laughs> one yeah. on one. 
You and I have great, great, great communication. And wow, what a difference it makes in a mm -hmm. tight relationship. And so I'm excited to hear, you know who I hope comes on this program? Maybe if she's listening tonight, I can round her in. And I don't know if we have anyone signed up for this or not. But uh, Colleen Osteen would be really, really good on this. I think this <laughs> joy of good communication. Colleen, come in, come on and talk to us. Tell us what you know about this. Because um, I want to talk about what components have you also noticed that make for higher quality communication? I think Colleen does this for a living. And so that's one reason why I was thinking she'd be great, great, great on this problem. What elements detract from the quality of our communication? So that will, these will be very, very helpful in marriage. These, this conversation about communication is going to be great for children. And it's going to be with the children that we're raising. It's going to be great for keeping the peace in our con congregations. So much is riding on the ability to become a good communicator. Mm -hmm. And the last question that we'll talk about is on that uh, month there in August is, what are some of the best conversations that you have ever had? And what is it that made them so stimulating and so productive? So that's going to be a hard one for me, Isla, because, wow, as we traveled two and a half years visiting 100 conservative churches of Christ, I tell you what, I've had some amazing, amazing conversations. And so... I don't know how I'd even, sometimes it's easier to write these questions, Isla, than it is uh, to answer them. And that's one of true. them. Like, hopefully everyone else will answer that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what I would say about some of the best conversations. There's been mm -hmm. so, so many. Mm -hmm. September, we're going to talk about the joy of comfort. We're going to talk about what times in life are so often um, break down that people that don't know God, that, that break people down that don't know God. They're needing comfort and they don't know that God is the one right there as their heavenly father waiting to receive them with open arms. What false comforts do you know to be disastrous during times of crisis? We're going to talk about in addition to casting our cares upon God in prayer, through what other sources of comfort does he comfort us? So I think we read about Writers in the New Testament says, I have found so much comfort in you, you know. And so God uses more than just prayer to comfort us. What are some of the things he says he uses to comfort us? Um, and I want to I ask in what moments, if any, have you experienced God's comfort? So I love, I love it when we bring in our personal stories right. about experiencing God in these ways and his comfort and the other qualities of God. In October, we're going to talk about the joy of friendship. What qualities do you look for in a friend? Do you want to throw one? You want to give a preview on that, Isla? What qualities do you look for in a friend? You know, I think that uh, one of the things I would like for us to talk about is uh, as you get older, like high school, college, uh, it's easy to to make friends and to find, mm -hmm. but when you uh, marry and, or if you don't marry, you're working, uh, maybe you don't find many friends. How do you find friends mm. outside of those automatic, I guess, opportunities? Yeah. And um, 
one of the things that to me is so important with friends is to be open and honest with one another. Mm. How does that look in real life? Because it's easy to say, be open and honest. But then it looks, sometimes it's very awkward. And I, yeah. I don't know how people do that uh, first date of friendship. And uh, that's, I call it a first date, but it's it's like that, you know, to, to yeah. be. And how do you navigate that? And conflicts in friendships mm. that you want to maintain, but mm -hmm. you have How do you manage that all within the scope of God's word? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. It can be very, very difficult. And it's okay during those difficult conversations to be like, this is so hard. Yes. Here's, here's the truth. Like, oh, I hate to even say it. Here's the truth as I see it, you know? So yes, that can be very, very challenging. We want to talk about what have you found to be the undoing of a great friendship? Yes. I mean, that way, you know, we need to preserve the ones that we have. Um, during what times in your life did you most lean on su the support and encouragement of good friends? What does God say are the benefits of having quality friendships? Right. So in November, unity will follow friendship. Those are pretty much connected too, right? So the joy, genuine unity. So I want to talk about in that program, according to the word of God, what situations is disunity actually better than unity? I know that's a weird place to start. But there's actually times in scripture where disunity is better than unity. Do you know, does that ring a bell, Isla? Or I guess we're talking, yeah, we're talking about when there is sin. <laughs> or, mm -hmm. You know, there's a time when there needs to be a break and some distance and some disunity. Right. Upon what elements, though, does God say true unity is built? What other scriptures? Um, I'm going to ask our guests, you know, that they would like to bring in on this topic of unity and what are the blessings that are ours when we sacrifice the necessary things to preserve genuine unity? Because unity, Isla, is not cheap, is it? Unity, no. mm -hmm. unity is going to take some sacrifices mm -hmm. of our personal preferences. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But there's blessings and it's worth it. And it's something that God expects of us to make those sacrifices. And then we'll end the year, this coming year. It will be a year from now, Isla. Lord willing, we're going to end this year with a program on the joy of hope. I thought that would be a beautiful way to end the year. Um, we'll talk about what disappointing places does the world place their hope and what makes those places so ineffective and so we'll contrast what the world hopes in with what the children of God hope in mm -hmm. we're going to share some passages on the topic of hope and how they apply to our lives how which ones are life-changing truths when it comes to hope and I want to ask uh, our guests how has placing your hope in God's promises made a difference in your life so those are some of the those are some of the questions not all of the questions Isla I said about maybe about three we actually have more than that we have about five questions and uh, for each of those weeks on our 12 joys so lots of great conversations to look forward to yeah yeah yep. lots of diversity in our uh, mm -hmm. in our topics coming up this year
Absolutely. And, and we are looking forward to a number of our guests who have been with us in 22 returning in 23. Colleen and Lauren Basford, Dana Burke, Tony Carlisle have already committed to yes. dates that they will join us and others are considering and you know, the holiday season can be so hectic with family uh, obligations. So right. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, and anticipating that after the new year, uh, things will settle down, as my grandmother mm -hmm. would say, and uh, they will add themselves to our calendar as well. And hopefully listening to the questions so you'll know, have an idea of what we're going to be talking about. Will yeah. you to want to be on our program, too? So right. Um, have some new women who will be joining us um, who've been recommended by other uh, guests and friends of the program. Uh, yeah. Evelyn Jones is going to join us, Julie Estes, and uh, Christiana Burke, Dana's daughter, is okay. going to join us as well. Um, we have a couple of two or three actual new features that we're adding uh, this year. One is a wise older women panel that I'm going to be leading once a month with, uh, and it's going to be women in their mid sixties and older uh, who are, they're the wise older women who are going to be addressing our lessons and programs to those women in their forties and fifties. Although the, the points will be just as applicable to women in their twenties and thirties. But we want to talk about adult children in your 40s and 50s. That's when your kids are really growing up, hitting that uh, graduating college and they're they're grown now. And how do you relate to them? And how does the scripture tell us about how you need to treat them? Mm. Uh, and again, how do you as an adult child want to be treated? So, you know, there's that. Uh, we're going to talk about in-laws uh, okay. for the women in their 40s and 50s. How do you treat your mother and dad's in-law and how do you treat your children who are in-laws the you know your sons and daughters-in-law and so forth mm -hmm. um bible you know has plenty of principles for that but we want to talk about that empty nest thing and okay. your husband retires you retire what does that look like and what are you going to do now mm. um, but I wanted to say for our target group, those women in their 40s and 50s, we need for you to respond and to let us know what would you like us to talk about? What yeah. do you wish that you could just, you know, just kind of get in and just say, what should I do about fill in the blank? Mm -hmm. Questions. I have a number of women in their 40s and 50s who are helping me out. But we can use more ideas because we'll be generally talking around the theme of the month, but uh, we'll probably veer off into other things that I think would have been, I would have loved for somebody to sit me down when I was 40 and say, look, here's what to expect. Here's how to be ready for it. Yeah, so, yeah definitely. Um, and then another, just a two program uh, uh, that we have going on is uh, raising an autistic child in the world. Um, we have some of our viewers and past guests who have some great experience in this. Uh, and so they're gonna present two programs for us, one from the parent's viewpoint and one from the child's viewpoint of being autistic and in the Lord. And how does it, what are the superpowers, what are the, problems uh and what are the challenges as well 
again, we're reaching out to our viewers. Got any ideas, anything you'd love to hear them talk about? Any you have experience with an autistic person that you would like to ask? What do I do about? What do you think? Are you autistic? You must say, be sure to say, you know, mm. so anything like that. And if there's interest after these two programs, uh, we're considering a third program of from the congregation's viewpoint. Uh, mm. If you've been in a congregation where someone there is on the autism spectrum, you might say, what do I do? What do I not do? How do I support mm. the parents? How do I support this child? So mm. we've got some ideas. Please, uh, got some questions, things you think we ought to be sure to talk about in terms of autism uh, in the Lord's church, raising an autistic child in the Lord. Please send those in to us. We want to be sure to, to cover those things. And one other thing that's near and dear to Cindy's in my heart is that she and her daughter and my husband and I, accidentally, we didn't know the other was going, are going <laughs> to Israel on the tour in Israel y'all this summer i know i'm we're excited and i'm sure that you and, and ashley are as well y'all don't know ashley by face but she's the lady the young lady who produced the video that you see at the beginning of every one of our programs mm -hmm. wait very talented and uh we're going to while we're there we're going to do a live program lord willing from israel uh, the three of us, and uh, we're going to record segments and we're going to have um, our observations, our experiences that we can bring on a monthly basis. Uh, we hope from June on uh, once a month to bring a program with lessons from Israel. Yeah. So, I, and I'm just, I'm so excited about going to a place that has been important to uh, 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 every Christian. Uh, yeah, I'm just you know I I don't know yeah. exactly what to expect, but I'm I'm just so thrilled you know that we're going to be able to do that. So that's another thing that we're planning for 23. That's going to be a bit different than what we've mm -hmm. done. One fun. of the things that I'm one of the things I'm most excited about um, on that Israel trip, Isla, is my book, 100 Churches, that I've been working on for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. I've been writing positive entries on my blog at nomadsyouandi.com about the congregations that we have visited. I've uh, written about 80 so far. I've got three to write. There probably are several congregations going, I thought you were writing something. Yes, I've got three to write this winter. But the last entry on my 100 churches book is going to be from Jerusalem. So I love this idea that that my book is going to end where the church began. Oh, yes. So that's really, really special to that me that it'll, be, it'll feel very full circle for mm -hmm. me. So mm -hmm. thank you, Luke Chandler, for <laughs> putting this together. Looking yeah. forward to it. We are so excited um, uh, about going on this trip. And I think it will really enhance uh, also be an edification and encouragement to view to you viewers and listeners as well yeah. uh, uh, of um, what how how we are affected by being in that land and mm. you know I'm just excited so <laughs> but I'm excited about all the things that we're going to be doing um, in uh, 2023 and uh, it's just wonderful and I appreciate everybody who is uh with us who listens to us who you know really 
stays with us week by week, whether it's live tonight on a Thursday night or uh, later on during the week. It's just, it's very encouraging for both of us. A lot of podcast listeners, Isla. A lot of ladies oh. want to multitask. Right. So while they're doing what all the things uh, that are demanded of them as women of God, sometimes as they're driving or whatever, they are listening to on one of those eight podcast platforms and mm -hmm. they just get the audio. So, right. Yeah. That's there's right. all kinds of ways to wonderful get something out of it. Yeah. Well, we uh, hope that we and pray that we have been encouraging to you that we've been edifying and strengthening to you uh, as much as we have been edified and strengthened uh, and that God has been glorified through this medium all this year. Any other comments or thoughts, Cindy? I don't think so. I think okay. I got everything that I wanted to. Yeah. Very good. Well, please watch us again. Uh, join us again next Thursday at eight o'clock for older women. Likewise, we're going to start the new year. We're going to be talking about prayer uh, in, in uh, January. And uh, we're just really excited about that and, and look forward to all of our viewers and listeners joining us then. Uh, in the meantime, be sure that you continue to watch Answering Religious Error on Tuesday evenings at 8 o'clock. Wonderful lessons presented there. Uh, Bible questions and answers on Wednesdays at noon. Again, just wonderful information that's given in a great question-answer format that's just really succinct, straight to the point. And then on uh, the podcast, Daily Answer podcast, Monday through Friday, uh, Cindy's husband, Mark, produces that, does a wonderful job with uh, just giving entertaining as well as edifying and encouraging lessons. You almost hate to call it entertaining, but it is. So. <laughs> I heard one of them being recorded in his office just today, Isla. Ah, so he's ready. He's moving on. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, Cindy, and I hope you have a good rest of the year, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you all so much. Bye-bye.